Hi, this is Ryan with Just For You Insurance. Hi, Ryan. It's Joey Gingola. Hey, Joey. What's going on? How are you doing, sir? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Gingola. Let's get into it. I've written one blog so far, and I know I need to keep doing it, but being the one-man shop for everything right now, it's, it's just been so difficult. I'm trying to redo my schedule right now, so I'm, I'm designating that time in the afternoon to start writing up those blogs and getting that stuff up. You know, between listening to you and Jason and Chris Langeal about keeping my website updated and keeping those blogs coming through to get Google ranking faster, I know I'm going to be pulling customers in that way, and it's just a matter of time. Like so many agents of ever heard say on your podcast I just gotta designate the time to do it <laughs> you're right Ryan finding that time is a son of a I don't know what I was gonna say that was my buddy Ryan Sotman of Just For You Insurance and yes uh, I appreciate you listening to the podcast Ryan and yes you have heard plenty of people in this very space talk about how they just need to find the time to write that pesky little blog post and I might take a little bit of a different spin on this based on where you might think the show might be going. Uh, and yes, it's important to find the time to, to, to blog, I think, right? Um, and yes, it is a common theme that we hear on this show that agents aren't finding the time. They say they want to, they say they're going to, and then generally nothing happens. And even if they do find the time for even a couple weeks in a row, maybe even a couple months, doing it consistently like forever doesn't happen and that's the i don't know if it's maybe the the misalignment of the expectation of what it needs to stick um you know one of my better examples is my good buddy eli Gillespie out in california we've heard him on the show plenty of times um he is very consistent with his blog he's seeing results uh, Rob McCarthy out in New York, they're, they're, they're consistent with their efforts. They have dedicated, they said, listen, we're just going to do this. This is part of what we do now. And they just do it. And they're seeing results. Now, is it the results that, you know, maybe they want? I don't know. That's up to them to decide. But they are seeing results. They have people reading the stuff that they're putting out there and calling them and saying, hey, how can we do business? And if that's an experience you want to have, great. Make it happen. But don't think that you know, you're just gonna you're gonna write for a couple weeks, and you're gonna find that time, and and then all of a sudden it's magically going to appear. Um, you have to do it consistently for several years, and then maybe you can start taking a little more casual approach. For example, I mentioned I think on last episode um, that you know I am in a little bit of a funk myself. I've I've got some excuses that are I'm allowing to get in the way of creating some content. It's been several months since I've put an article up and an article and a video and the, the the nice thing about that is is that i've got so many things that are already ranking that it doesn't really affect it the people that are finding the stuff that are out there they're all they're still finding it um so once you get to that point once you have a couple of good pieces out there that, that get their hooks in and are ranking well they usually stay there for a while unless somebody else is gunning for them and trying to outrank you um and then you're going to know obviously the competition but I don't, I don't know that I necessarily want to make this about content per se, because as we're going to hear Ryan kind of go into, this is more about time management. This is more about 
being honest with yourself about the stuff that you actually do enjoy and how it gets done and why it gets done and what you are willing and not willing to spend money on. And just spending money because somebody tells you that you need to spend money on this or because you're just trying to figure something out, it's definitely going to lead you to probably some type of you know, marginal disappointment at best down the road. And you really want to give yourself the respect to know what you're doing if you're going to start throwing money at something. I've been doing a little Facebook advertising and whatnot, been trying to do some of that stuff, and I haven't had a whole lot of success with it. I've been spending a little bit of money on it. I actually just pulled the plug on it. I haven't been able to do the research. This is a, a big takeaway I was I noticed with it is I was putting in money into it and just throwing it at it and hoping something would stick, and nothing was sticking, but I just continued chucking money at it, and I realized, what am I doing? I'm not researching this, and I, I really don't know if what's working, what's not working, and if I don't have the time to research, I'm just wasting money right now. Once I'm able to designate that time to research and see if those Facebook ads and stuff like that's working, then I'll start doing it again. But until then, I'm not going to spend money on it if I don't have time to look into it. The chicken, the egg, the cart, the horse, all this stuff just, I mean, what is going on, right? So you hear Ryan talking about Facebook ads. And again, I don't want this to be about, this isn't about Facebook ads. This isn't about blogging. What this is about is you know, it's this process of, and I, I hear a lot of agents talk about it, of, hey, I'll throw some money at it, which is, you know, good. You got to try some different things. You're not going to know until you try. But it is interesting what we are willing to throw money at and what we're not willing to throw money at. And I think, you know, Ryan is no different. I've thrown some money at some Facebook ads very unsuccessfully myself. Um, it's just not something I've really been interested in or dedicated my time to, even though I think, you know, again, if I gave it a fair shake, you know, there's probably some returns to be had there. The interesting thing is, is that and I kept thinking about this. It was just, it was just boggling my mind. It's like, what's the one thing that we could all throw money at that we know would provide a return? And that's time. If you throw money at finding yourself more time or, you know, hiring somebody to do something, then chances are that's going to give you a return. If you're confident enough, if you know enough to know that the strategy is solid and if it if it's executed properly, it's going to work. So again, if you have come to the conclusion that, yes, I'm going to write content, yes, it's going to work, but I haven't developed that habit, that practice of doing it regularly, if you don't want to develop it, it's actually pretty affordable to hire somebody to do it for you. It's, it's actually shockingly affordable. I'm talking like you could probably find somebody on like Upwork to write you a six to 700 word article for 40 or 50 bucks a pop. Now, if you don't know what you're doing and you don't have the direction and the strategy, then, then, I mean, then that's the problem, right? That's also a big issue too. Um, I know that, I mean, we could do it here for you at Grow for a couple hundred dollars a month for two or three blog posts a month. I mean, that's gonna be a huge return because that's something that is gonna just, again, once it gets up there, once it gets ranking, I mean, I'm gonna tell you to do something that I'm pretty sure is gonna rank and you're gonna get somebody that's gonna write it for you and all of that's gonna happen and you're gonna go do what you've always been doing, what you've always been successful with and this thing that you're paying for on the side is just gonna be, bringing more people on top of that. And it's interesting. And even like, uh, for example, we're kicking the tires on, I don't know if Jason's talked about this, but, you know, quoting, I, I wrote a whole email newsletter about this. It's probably a couple months ago at this point, but, you know, we will spend so much time inefficiently on, on you know, not letting people quote or in the back end of our agency to, you know, do the, the, the low level service stuff that we really don't 
need a physical body in our location to be doing. And, but yet we will throw money at all these different marketing initiatives that we know very little about that is only going to increase the amount of time that we have. And just getting that sort of interesting amount of clarity around the situation, I was just like, this is, I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm just, maybe it's, maybe it's at the end of the week and I'm losing my mind a little bit and I'm a little too full of sunshine and rainbows. It's possible, but I don't think so. I don't think so because spending money to give yourself more of you or more time to do the things that you're, you're really good at can never be a bad thing. And as we hear kind of Ryan talk about, you know, he he heard it in the first clip. He's like, Hey, I'm reworking my schedule. And that's it, right? If you run out of time, if, if you're, if you're constantly doing the things that you don't want to be doing, or even kind of want to be doing, but you know, you're just kind of doing because you know, you have to, then, I mean, it's just, it's a drag on everything. You're just, it's going to drag everything else down, whether you're doing it first, second, third. So it's very interesting as you approach this, how do I organize my schedule? How do I make a bigger impact? How do I actually get all the stuff done that I want to get done? trying to restructure my days to be more efficient and the reason why I was kind of choosing the afternoon is I'm actually reading a book called The Miracle Morning. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It's an awesome book. I just finished it. But in there it talks about, I'm I'm a horrible procrastinator and it said to do the things you don't want to do first thing in the day. Get all that stuff done, all the you know, so for me, it's getting all of my uh, service work done that I need to get done. I want to get that stuff done in the first half of the day and then I want to leave my calendar open in the afternoon to be able to do the things I enjoy, like writing the blogs, growing the business, things like that. So that's my thought process of, you know, leave the stuff that I want to look forward to and enjoy doing in the afternoons and do the stuff I hate doing first, make myself do it first. And then I have something to look forward to after, after I get all that stuff done. All right. So maybe I need to leisurely saunter down for my insurance productivity white castle because yes, all right, fine. I'm going to stop having the dude feed me grapes and fam me with a, a giant um, palm branch. Sure. Yes. All right. Fine. Maybe what I said before was maybe a little impractical. You're saying, Joey, you're, you're, that's just dumb. And maybe it is right. So I'm going to come down from, from that ivory tower that I was just talking to you from, and I'm going to try and get a little more practical as we hear Ryan talking about, um, you know, the idea that he wants to get all the stuff that he doesn't like done in the morning. I like that. Obviously, you know, you want to, you have the most kind of energy and ambition to do that stuff. Hey, let's get it off the table and let's leave the room for the stuff where my motivation kind of dips towards the end of the day. I'm ready to go with the stuff that I actually want to do. Now, in the case of he's, he's talking about this for blogging and and, and that kind of thing. There's one, if we're going to just talk about that for a really quick second, there's one thing that I have found that. We, we underestimate it. And if you're not used to writing or creating or, you know, you know, doing something in the creative space, you know, using that creative muscle, if that's something that is relatively new to you, then there's also that extra component of when is your creativity at its peak, right? Or not even at its peak, just, I mean, when is it going to be easiest for you to kind of get in that space? Like it or not, I mean, if, if you're not feeling, you know, inspired or creative to do something and, and you haven't ever really had to develop that, it's going to be tough. And I always find the afternoons to be death as far as writing. I never write anything in the afternoons. I usually save the afternoons for phone calls and, and actually service work. I kind of flip it from Ryan morning. If I'm not writing something first thing in the morning, then yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's the only time it gets done for me. I, I do. I like to do videos in the afternoons or whatever, cause I'm a little more awake 
uh, wakes. I'm, I'm like, it's not like I'm groggy writing or anything, but I don't know. I just, the afternoon feels like a good time to do videos for me. That's how it works, right? I, I don't know. You got to figure that out for yourself. And that's, I did ask Ryan, I was like, Hey Ryan, you know, is that a good time for you to write? Are you finding that you are effectively creative at, in the afternoons? Because as much as I talk about content and stuff, I don't know that if I'm being honest with myself, I don't know that if I actually enjoy it all the time. I mean, yeah, it's fun. And I know, uh, the results that I'm getting are really what's, you know, is the high that I'm chasing. It's not necessarily sitting down and writing about dental insurance. I mean, that's not really getting me off in the morning. It's, it's about, it's about doing something that is going to propel the business and propel, you know, the way people interact and, and find your agency. That's what it's about. Now, if you can parlay that and you can use that in the afternoons, then fine, but just pay, pay attention to, to when things work best for you. And the other thing too, what I also too, and you know, when my creative brain kind of shuts down, it's, Hey, I want to have some conversations. I want to have some interaction. That's when I like to talk to people is in the afternoon, but also using it the, as the idea of what's going to drive the motivation, right? You know, yeah, you don't want to get the service work done, but there's, there's a, a human being on the other end of that service, right? So like, if you don't do something, then, then you've got that kind of, um, uh, shame is not the right word. But I mean, like there's that feedback, right? Like somebody's going to know about it. If, if you don't write anything and you miss it in the afternoon, nobody knows about it. And they never knew you were going to write it. So there's an extra layer of motivation for that service work and the things that you don't necessarily want to do. And I always use that as my motivator for, you know, if I'm doing it at the end of the day, it's like, Hey, I got to get back to this person because they're going to think I'm, I'm pretty crappy at my job. If I don't, uh, you know, we never, you know, none of us like service work. And again, if, and if, you know, again, in a perfect world, you're not doing the service work, but as Ryan said, he's, he's new in his agency, he's just starting off. Um, so he has to do that. And it's all, I'm not, I, this is a little bit of a, uh, this is a pretty sloppy kind of web that I have weaved here today on the show. But I think, I think when we're drilling down to it, if we can, if you can kind of see where my scattered brain is, is going, is that you know, yes, you tell yourself that you like it. Yes, you hear people talking about it. Yes, it sounds exciting, blogging, all that fancy stuff. It sounds great. There are plenty of people that are doing well without it. There are plenty of people doing well with their own tactics. So it's not necessarily that you have to do that, but it's also being honest with yourself if you really honestly like it or you like the crowd of people that are associated with it, right? Like, oh, these guys are so exciting. They talk about this all the time and I kind of want to be friends with these dudes, so I need to do this. And maybe you're, you're kind of... Um, um, you know, kind of projecting some of that, you know, likability or enthusiasm onto it based on the, that whole thing surrounding it. Maybe that's what's standing in your way. It's like, Hey, I really don't like sitting down and writing as much as I think I do. And maybe I'm not as creative at this time as I expected. And the idea also, you know, bringing this, bringing this all the way home is that, Hey, take a chance, take a risk, you know, force yourself. If you have to invest in anything, invest in finding yourself more time you know, not necessarily invest in, you know, more tasks that, you know, take more of your time. And yeah, that means maybe hiring somebody, a consultant or somebody to do the work for you, maybe, or maybe it, it just involves hiring again, low level people to not low level people, but you know, people to do the low level service work, you know, helping with renewal, quoting, quoting, anything like that, that's going to give you that time because that investment, I mean, it's like, just think about any time in your life where, you know, you had an extra hundred bucks pop up, you know, that, or you, know, you had a payment or something that was all of a sudden, Hey, the budget's really tight and you're not quite sure where the money's going to come from. 
you usually survive, right? Again, you hear this, once your back's to the wall, most of the time people, you know, survive, right? Like if you're given the choice to, you know, fight or die, you usually fight and you, you win. So if, if it's going to be uncomfortable, don't just do it because it's going to be uncomfortable because you will adjust. It's like saving, right? When you save money, if you're just taking it automatically, you know, if you cut your pay 500 bucks a month and you're just putting that money away, then, you know, you know, hey, where, where am I going to, how am I going to make it without that 500 bucks? But you will adjust, right? It'll just become normal. And bringing people on, bringing people into your agency that allow you the ability to not have to worry about researching Facebook ads or blogging if it's that, whatever that thing is, right? Use Facebook ads and, and Ryan's examples of blogging. Use that for those things that you are, you know, wanting to look into and not looking into, don't have the time to look into, haven't been able to get good enough to be effective in that thing. Whatever those things are, just take one of them. Take the one that you think is is most aligned with what you're doing and the, the way your agency operates and bring somebody in to do it. Or just, like I said, just make that investment in, in, in buying yourself more time because I don't think that you will regret it because it's, it's almost impossible for you to regret it as far as, uh, let's put it this way, unless you then just take that time and you go play around on the golf course whatever it is that you do, that's the only way that you're not going to regret it is if you're not working instead, if you're not, if you somehow, because that work is now getting done by somebody else, then you let off the gas and whatever else that you were going to do. Okay. That's where you might screw the pooch a little bit. However, I hope that, that you don't. So please just, I guess, open yourself up to the idea of looking at every possible angle to solve the problems that you're having. And don't necessarily just keep banging away at something that you haven't been able to get to work to a certain point because if it hasn't worked for a while, there's a pretty good reason. And just be aware of when things are at their peak for you, because if it's not, then you can have all the time in the world. You're just going to be using it pretty badly. All right, because we were late to the game, we wanted to get these dates out to you several months ago, a few snafus later, and it's now you know, basically the 1st of April, and we're just getting them out to you. So I'm going to hit this a little bit harder than I might like to, and I definitely want to make sure that you guys are paying attention to Grow Lab 2017, October 24th and 25th, Charlotte, North Carolina is where that is going to be. We're, we're doubling up. We're going from one day to two days. We're going from 50 people limited to come to 100 people. So we're going to double everything. Hopefully, um, uh, you know, that works out. I, yeah, it's going to work. Why am I? It's going to work out. Why isn't it? I mean, come on. Two days. We were telling people, you know, we it was only like a five-hour, six-hour thing that first day that we did. And people were like, dude, this is way too short. We got to do more. So we said, yes, you're right. We have to do more. And we had so many good agents come and share a lot of great ideas. Like, ah, well, 50 still, even though we had the thing sold out pretty quickly, we want more, right? We want uh, another 50 agents f- to learn from, to see what they're doing, to see what they can do to help you, what you can do to help them. And that's going to be a great experience. We're really going to focus in on this year, a big priority of making sure that we get you guys connected, um, you know, not just in the meeting itself, but outside of the meeting. So the people that you think you're most aligned with and you want to learn from, we want to get you guys in there talking to each other. Uh, playing matchmaker. I'll I'll be up there setting you guys up on some blind insurance dates. I'm getting that's a little weird and creepy, but if you ask for it, gladly do it. I think kind of weird, but yeah, we'll make that happen. It's going to be a lot of fun and I'm really looking forward to it because um, it was a, there was a, there was a palpable energy the whole time. So that's October 24th, 25th. 
Um, we'll be rolling out, uh, you know, the, the ability to actually purchase here shortly. But we want the count. You want we want you to get those dates on the calendar so you know that you're going to be Charlotte, North Carolina, October 24th and 25th at Grow Labs, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Hope to see you guys there. <laughs>